Hello and welcome to Yes, You Are Brave. This is a podcast where we are going to set off on a journey together to find and build our brave, where we explore all the ways that you have been brave and all the ways that you can be brave again. Because even though we may have forgotten or we may have fallen out of practice, we're all brave. And I'm on a mission to prove it and help you believe that yes, you are brave. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Yes, You Are Brave. Super excited. We have a fantastic guest with us today. We have Mr. Paul Deitch Cummings, who is a financial guru with an amazing backstory. I am super excited for him to share a story with you. So let's get going, shall we? All right. So thanks so much for for coming today, Paul. Excited to hear your story. Um... Why don't you just go ahead and start off? Let's let's talk about your brave story. Yeah. So first, I want to say uh, thank you so much to Echo and everyone here for having me. Uh, I'm really grateful to share this story. And for me personally, being brave has been something that has really been a part of my life since I was very little, really. So just to give everyone a short little background. Uh, I was born and raised in Hawaii and I grew up with my grandparents. So not very traditional for a lot of people. And my mom was a, she was a single mom, but I spent most of my time with uh, my grandparents. They were the ones who financially provided for me. My dad wasn't really a part of my life much. And I, I really had everything that, a kid could want really from my grandparents. And I did well in, I excelled in school, uh, very advanced actually. And I've always had big goals and aspirations since I was 12 years old. I remember wanting to be a neurosurgeon back when no one in Hawaii really knew what that was. So it being, I stood out a lot and I, was definitely an outlier. I would say most of, if not my entire life, I constantly thought, you know, did I end up in the right family just because I was so different. And I learned that part of being, you know, brave is living who you are. You know, there's a lot of people in the world who don't, live their true authentic self. And that's something that I really did when I was a, a growing up. But what happened was when I started going to college uh, when I was 16 and by the time before I turned 17, uh, both my grandparents passed away and my dad passed away as well. And it really was the coming of age moment for me where I had to uh, step up and support my family financially. I, it was a massive uh, shift for me just because I went from basically being taken care of financially. I never paid bills or I would do chores and things like that, but I didn't really have that responsibility, nor did I ever think that one day I would be going to college, pursuing my dream of becoming a neurosurgeon. And then the next day it's like, Oh, 
you have to support your family. So I was able to finish out a year of college, but basically my life changed uh, overnight. And I was very restricted because of my age. I couldn't get a lot of good paying jobs. So I had to work multiple jobs and I worked 20 hour days for uh, two years straight. And it's so interesting to me because when I look back at that time of my life, I don't necessarily think about how brave it was because I didn't really have an option. But now that I'm older and I get to reflect, I think about how there's so many people in the world who are in that same situation. And they, the brave part comes through just, just being resilient and keep going. There's so many people who are in that situation that never make it out. And I just remember thinking that this was going to be my new reality. And what happened was after I worked for 20 hours straight for two years, I got to a place of financial stability, but it, what I learned is that it wasn't sustainable. And especially living in Hawaii where it's the most expensive place to live. I saw a lot of people, or I should say families who are in the exact same position that I was and how I found my way to the finance realm was actually uh, kind of funny. So I just remember being, when I, when I was set on being a neurosurgeon, I looked into the career and the starting salary was a million dollars. So that was, and this was back, but we'll just say just to be safe, like nine, 10 years ago. So it was a lot, million dollars was a lot more than it is now. And I just remember reading that so many surgeons and doctors, they made all this money, but they were in terrible financial situations because you're bringing all this money in, but you're also spending a lot and you're not really keeping track because you don't have time. You're constantly working. So I thought, well, if I need to work to support my family, I might as well do something that could fix a future problem for me when, because I was still set on being a neurosurgeon at the time. And so you, you thought you were going to go back to school and, and then become a neurosurgeon still at this point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, the, my plan when I got into the finance industry was really just to use it as a, a stable a job that I could work for maybe one to two years till I got to a point where I made enough money and then I could go back to school. I had no desire of being in the finance industry as uh, my career and ultimately my uh, passion, but. It was just going to be a out, stepping stone. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And what I found out when I, when I did that is being that I didn't know anything about finance yet, I was basically thrown into a position where you it was different from any career that I did because you're you actually were able to impact people with your advice with the type of conversations that you could have with people because before I was really just doing I call it mindless work really clerk stuff cashier you know nothing really impactful but with this I spent the first year just really learning everything because I didn't know anything about uh, financial literacy. I wasn't taught any 
anything. Didn't have credit at the time. I didn't really have much money. And I was the youngest person by a mile because I want to say I was 19 when I started. And in my area that I worked at, it was an older demographic. So a lot of people were like elderly grandparents, parents. And I remember just thinking to myself, there's no way that why would any of these people listen to anything that I had to say? Like I was like three or four times younger than them. They had more experience. They had more money than I did. Like, why would they listen to anything that I had to say? And what I found was that through my commitment of, I, I like to call it like getting in the ring and really just facing what you're afraid of, it managed to really show me not only this major problem of financial uh, lack of financial literacy, but it also helped me really greatly impact the lives of hundreds and thousands of people because I was able to help them do things that they thought were impossible. And it was funny to think about that because when I got into, when I was in my situation, I remember thinking that, oh, there's no way I'm going to get out of this. You know, this is impossible. And really through that experience was really what inspired me to pursue it because I got to see how impactful that was. I mean, money's not everything, but helping people save thousands of dollars a month where they're constantly consumed by debt or helping a family, you know, go on a dream vacation. Like you, one of the most powerful things that I learned in business is that so many people tend to uh, prejudge or based off of what they think, but you really don't know how impactful even the smallest gesture can be to other people. And I just remember that was always the, the thing for me that inspired me to always get in that ring and always help people is I knew from helping all these other people that I could help pretty much every person that I ran into, or if I couldn't help them, I could at least give them some type of advice, encouragement, or something to just push them in the right direction. And Obviously, I was very successful with that top salesperson, numerous accolades for customer service, all my customers. I knew I'd seen 90% of my customers by name. So I really learned the idea, especially this industry being so lucrative. So many people put money before people, and that's something that's really helped me uh, have great success in my professional career is that I've always put um, people before money. And that's why I always say, you know, impact over income. But the crazy part is, is that after being in banking for about four years, I, COVID was a really, I guess you could say rude awakening. I'm sure it was for a lot of people, but that's especially a, a good way for, to put it. You're right. Especially for me, it was because I got to see so many of my customers like impacted uh, financially. At the time, I didn't have 
uh, investment experience. So I would refer them to financial advisors and things like that. And I just remember so many uh, people at the time of COVID, because I worked in an older demographic, people were really ready to retire uh, any time at this point. And I remember so many people being afraid uh, during COVID. And I even was. But the, the thing that really inspired me to leave, I was in the process of looking for something else. But the thing that definitely took me over the edge was I just remember seeing so much people lose their financial future, you know, in the stock market, or just investing in things that they didn't really understand with people who were pushing products instead of actually doing what was correct for the customer. So after I left banking, I went into a contract work for a federal contractor working on unemployment things of all things. So that was a an adventure in and of itself. And it that really was what kind of catapulted me to where I'm at now because I would talk to hundreds of people a day. It was just, I mean, if anyone's familiar with unemployment, you know how crazy uh, that process is, especially when you have so many states that are completely shut down. I noticed that people were in two financial, uh, one of two buckets per se. It was people who had a savings and they were basically using that just to get by because so many people were laid off. A lot of businesses closed down and people were really impacted financially. But most people that I talked to fell in the opposite bucket, you know, where they live 80. It's said that 80% of people live paycheck to paycheck. I think the number is much higher. But what happened was while all these people were waiting to get this funding, a lot of them went homeless and they didn't have food. And it reminded me of this situation that I was at back when I was 16, you know, being in a position of not having money, not having a control of your financial future, really just relying on a company or the economy. And I wanted to do something that really had more impact than anything that I've done before. So at the beginning of this year, I actually decided to uh, leave the corporate world. I moved from Hawaii to Florida and I decided that I wanted to really pursue this mission that I had of eradicating financial illiteracy and just helping as many people as possible achieve financial freedom and live life on their own terms. And for, for me, I remember being so, I was so afraid at first, not necessarily having to sacrifice so much, but when I became an entrepreneur, nobody told me that it would be a completely different world. If you're an entrepreneur and you're watching this, you know that everything's completely different. And there's, I remember when I, when I first started, I had a situation where 
basically a lot of people didn't support my decision. They, a lot of people looked at the life that I had before I decided to pursue entrepreneurship. And to many people, they thought I was living a dream life because I lived in Hawaii, which is a dream destination for most people to even visit, yet alone live there all their life. I was able to support uh, my mom financially uh, before when I was like 16 years old, which is a dream that for every child that so many people never get to experience. And I had the, I was impacting the world, you know, I was helping thousands of uh, people transform their financial situations and do things that they didn't think were possible. But for me, I just felt like there was something more. I wasn't achieving my full potential. And that's really what entrepreneurship has been about for me. You know, I know there's a lot of people who you see on the social media is like they get to travel, fancy clothes, stay at these like events. But for me, it's, it was really always all about impact and meeting incredible people. And when you're talking about being brave, I want to share this quote that my mentor told me. And I think it's really powerful because so many people are afraid. She talks about how entrepreneurs spend 90% of their time believing in themselves because it's such a tough career. You know, the world constantly is going to tell you no. I remember when I first started, nobody gave me the time of day. A lot of people thought that I was a part of some scam, that I needed to get a real job. And the quote that my mentor told me was, be more afraid of being nothing than being something. And I think about this quote every single time I have doubts or I think like, "Eh, I don't know if I should be doing this because instead of fearing that what if this works, think about what happened if you do nothing. And that's something that completely transformed my mindset for entrepreneurship and being brave and saying, saying yes, every single time that the world told me, no, it's took me to places that 16 year old me, not only probably didn't want to go, but couldn't even imagine. And that's why I love being an entrepreneur because I get to meet so many inspiring people or incredible people who have these success stories and this whole idea of chasing your potential instead of accepting your reality. There's a lot of people right now, especially if you're watching this, I want to share this with you because I was in that same position when I was 16 years old. My goal as an entrepreneur was to be that person that I wish that I had when I was that age. It's it's why I meet with people for free and I don't charge anything, why I'm constantly just giving free value because it's all about service for me. And I think that if you're watching this, you have a story that needs to be 
shared, but you need to be brave enough <laughs> to share that story because there's somebody out there who that story could be a complete game changer for them. Yeah. I think that's a, a beautiful way of putting it. Of Your story can become somebody's survival guide at some point because, yeah. and like you said earlier, when you're talking about, you know, when you were, you didn't think about it being brave when you were in the moment of supporting your family as being so young, just, and a lot of people don't realize that they're in the middle of a brave situation or um, that they, they can make it out. Sometimes you yeah. need to see that other people have made it out because it's really hard to see the light sometimes when you're in that dark hole. <laughs> it's, nope. it's, it's a great way. Um, I love what you said at the beginning. You said brave is living who you are. And I can see that through your story and through your life of, you know, trying to live who you were and be true to who you felt like you were. But I also love how you said it has kind of changed. So do you still like, I mean, I, I know the answer, but like, have you, do you have any regrets about not becoming a neurosurgeon? I don't. So this is a quote that really completely changed everything for me. Once I kind of dealt with everything that I was experiencing from when I had to support my family when I was so young, because I didn't really deal with a lot of my emotions and everything that I experienced then, because I would just work it. I would just work myself to death. I learned that everything in life happens for me instead of to me. And I know for a lot of people, everyone has their own traumas and obstacles. And I know it's really hard to hear in the moment. And if, because if you would have told me that when I was in that situation, I would have been like, oh yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't have taken it so well, but it's this idea that everything is meant to teach you a lesson. I, the reason why I say I have no regrets is because I've learned from everything that I've been able to do. And I'm still constantly learning. I have this saying from, and a lot of people don't really like it, but I just live who I am. And I say that I prefer criticism over compliments because if somebody gives me criticism, you know, even if it's bad or hate, I just look at it as feedback. And if, if it's not real, or I know it's not true, then I just throw it out. But if deep down, like it bothers me, then it's probably the fact because some part of it is true. That's what my mentor said. And it, it helps me because it shows me maybe where I need to work on myself a bit, or if somebody says something and it's like, Oh, you know, that's true. It gives, it tells me, you know, what I need to work on. And that's just how I look at my life now, you know, everything for me is about gratitude, growing, achieving goals, and then just being a good person. Yeah. And I think that's also kind of a brave way to live and an attitude to, to accept of like, you know yeah. what, sure, give me whatever you've got. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take it and use it to make myself and my situation yeah. better so that I can help other people. I think that that's a beautiful kind yeah. of idea to live is, you know, People over profit, people over um, impact, over impact income. Over income. Yep. <laughs> I think that that's kind of a, a really awesome um, thing and chasing your potential as well. Like, and I, and I also love your story because I love how you, you know, it wasn't just like, oh, all of a sudden, like, yeah, it was hard and it was this. And then it was like, poof. And then it was like fixed. No, it was two years of 
20 hour days, which I'm not sure I could work two weeks of 20 hour days. I think it might kill me. Um, but you know what I mean? It was this, this time of really difficult hardships. And then it was like, okay, then we took a step forward, a step out. And, and I love how you're, you've turned everything to your advantage. You know, it was like, yeah, I want to be a surgeon. Nobody thinks you should be a surgeon. Well, that's fine. And then you were still preparing to be a surgeon. And then you found this other path and you, I also love the idea of it's okay to change your mind. Yeah. So that is awesome. So now you said you help people with finances. What does that kind of look like? So for me, I I think the biggest problem that a lot of people have with finances is that a lot of people really don't know one where they're at, but I think more importantly, a lot of people don't know what they want. So basically what I do is, I create strategies that uh, help people build generational wealth without risk. And I don't like to give uh, financial information without meeting with people just because I think it's unprofessional. I don't have answers to all the questions that I do, but that's basically uh, what I do now. And I love helping people any way that I can. That's awesome. I love what you said about not giving advice without meeting with people because it's true. People are so different. And then figuring out what they want. I think that that is a, a brilliant way. <laughs> yeah. Cause how can you really help somebody if you don't know what they want? Like, right. I, I just, it's funny. That reminds me of my two-year-old niece. How she, sometimes she like, she wants something and you try to give it to her and she's like, she, well, she thinks she wants something. She thinks she's clear on it and she's not. And so she just ends up screaming because she's like, part of it, she yeah. can't tell me what she wants, but that's awesome. Well, what are the other, what advice would you have for people that are looking to, that are in any part of your past story, I guess? Well, I dropped a ton of uh, gems, but I would say. You did. You taught, you did drop a ton of gems, but like an overall. <laughs> yeah. I would say the number one thing that I would tell people is that just the most important thing is to be yourself you know i think so many people spend so much of their life being someone they're not to impress people that they really shouldn't care about what that person thinks and just live authentically because at the end of the day you're never going to be able to out earn your self-esteem or outproduce your self-worth, regardless of how much money you have, how much success you have, you need to be in a situation where you love your life. I think that there's so many people who exist instead of actually live a life. And I know I was definitely in that position when I was working 20 hour days. I've felt like a robot. I was constantly kind of just going through the motions. And that's why it's so important for me what I do, because while you're watching this and you might think, oh, you know, money is not everything. It's not, but money can completely change your situation right now. And just ask yourself, you know, if you had an extra, you know, hundred thousand dollars a month, like what would that look like for you and your family? There's so many people with this economic situation that are struggling and it would have a great impact. So that's what I would say is just be yourself because there's only, there's only one. I like to say, be a 
original in a world full of duplicates. <laughs> yes, break the mold, you know, do yeah. your own thing. I love that. And I love what you said, you've said it several times, but you said money isn't everything, but it does have a huge, we can't pretend that like money doesn't matter. Like we yeah. live, we live in a world that money, money matters <laughs> like, yeah. and having that that security and that like that plan and that solid financial foundation, I think is very important because no, it's not everything, but it does matter and it is important. So awesome. I love that thing about being yourself and, and living a life instead of just existing. Yeah. I think so many people and, and at some point we all do it. We all just exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think really deciding to live their life and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, anything else that you want to say to anybody? I just want to say, you know, if, if you're watching uh, this video, just thank you so much for your time because time is really the most important uh, thing. And that's why I want to make sure that if you're watching this, I drop a ton of value so that it's worth your time and always invest, just keep investing in yourself. You know, you are your greatest asset. And yeah, that's what I would say. Just own your time. Oh, your time. I love it. So if somebody wanted to, to talk with you about finances or something, is there somewhere we can find with, where can they find you? Yeah, I'm mainly on uh, LinkedIn and then through LinkedIn, I have my calendar links and all that type of stuff, but uh, I'm on Facebook and Instagram as well. And yeah. Yeah. And we will also have all of those links in the show notes below so that you can be easily found. Um, thank you so much for coming on. You have such an amazing story and I was so excited that you got to hear it and you got to share that with us. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Echo. And thanks everyone for watching. Hope you all have a great day. That is so perfectly said, Paul. Thank you so very much. And remember that yes, you are brave and you're brave enough to live who you are and chase your potential. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review down below and share this with anyone that you feel like could use a little more brave in their life. And if you'd like to follow more of my journey to be brave, you can follow me on social media and the link down below. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to be brave.